Welcome to Amplified. We're the show that will help you take your message, whatever it may be, and get it out through social media, networking, and other marketing channels. Maybe even some that you've never thought of. Whether you're an organization, small or large business, or you just have the next positive message that's sure to go viral, you'll want to stay tuned this hour. Now, here's your host, Ken Rashawn. Well, by golly, by golly, it is Ken Rashawn, but we might have to update that for Dr. Smiley because people remember that name. It is a name to reckon with. It's a name to smile with. So, Andre, let's put that on a to-do list. Let me let me write this down. Update intro, Ken Rashawn to Dr. Smiley. Little trick that we do in radio is we, we don't really write it. We just pretend like we're writing it. So, did you write it down? I hope you did. I, I've... I have made several notes about it, so um, right. we need to follow up on it. So there we go. And we might even, uh, you'll hear this later and why this might be important, but we might even change it to Dr. J. Smiley, because you'll hear our guest is very, very adamant about J being part of his name and the meaning of J, not just jubilance, but also joy. All right. Well, jubilance and joy, it's got me jumping. Ooh. I am I am not able to do another J. <laughs> no, I'm just joking. Of course I can do another oh. J. Joking. Get it? But, um, <laughs> but, um, all right. So I understand that you drove in a little putt-putt car eight hours to come down to D.C. to cover some events. And thank you very much. So I could enjoy my birthday weekend. And when I say weekend, I mean, it, it was a weekend of celebration. So thank you for coming down to cover Mrs. DC, Mrs. Gift Hughes. Yeah, Gift Hughes. Beautiful. And for, uh, and for covering also uh, Miss DC. Miss DC, the colored, wait, the collective color group. Yes. Bismo. Uh, Bismo. Yes. Wonderful, wonderful lady, woman leader um just very excited about her she she's bringing the game she's bringing the game she you know she saw i think the key smiling movement was an ingredient but i think the just the positivity she she invited us uh to be part of her launch her fundraising and then she's going to las vegas like in a week or so and that fundraising that we did helps her uh qualify and um pay and be in the integrity of what, what her program's about, which is making differences in the world, just like Dose of Hope. And so, Dag Nabbitt, we did something unique today. It was almost an accident. We have a guest that actually submitted their Dose of Hope chapter, and they're going into publication for part six. Absolutely. And by, do you know what part six is a big deal? You know why? Because it's halfway there. <laughs> I couldn't have said it better. I mean, I, I, and I won't, I won't say it better. So <laughs> we, uh, we had uh, this, well, I, when I say we, I mean, me, myself and I had this vision that there's supposed to be 12 of these 800 page suckers and we're up to number six. And I never knew it was going to take this long, but it, it turns out that the longer it has taken, the more transformation and the more unpredictable influence has been added to this. I mean, I had, the prediction would reach 10 million downloads. And right now we are predicting 20 million. And I don't know if that's right. It might be bigger. 
And and by the way, for those of you who, who don't know what a million is, if you win in lotto, you actually have your life changed with a million. So the people in these books have 2 million people or more in their network, and they're willing to give this book to all of them. So that's I just realized cool. we need to change the song because uh, cause 20 million dreams are what we're going to make. <laughs> wow. So um, a shout out to Chris Crone because Chris Crone is actually one of the people that has 2 million subscribers on his uh, YouTube channel. Mm-hmm. And people like him playing that big and saying that Dose of Hope would be available to any of his subscribers would be just another another level of impact. And that's yeah. what it's really about, impact. Do I have impact back here? There it is. You do. So. The book will impact the world. Yes, Amen. quite good. So lot, met a lot of wonderful people this week. It was really lovely to see you uh, mm. both the day before your birthday where we had the surprise birthday celebration. That was so fun. I was so pleased that you were actually surprised. I was so worried that would leak out and uh, it didn't. And uh, that was great. And, uh, and then to see you again uh, this weekend uh, if, you know, to cover those events was uh, quite lovely. So nice to see you again after such a long hiatus. And honestly, there is very, very hard to find someone that will capture and connect and make all the system move so that people actually are at an event and they're published. It's, it's a really an integrated system. So we meet people and we have them think about what they're grateful for and what they love. And we get their picture and then we get their contact information and we put them in a book and it's like presto, presto. So it's yeah. a very unique process because most events and I'll say 99.9% of them, you go, you shake hands, you get pictures, but they don't go into publication. They don't go into a marketing system. They don't go into honoring you for being dynamic and making a difference in the world. So I don't know a better word at this point than the Gandhi effect. It's like you go in and you say, you are the power of one. We're going to show you off as the power of one. And we're going to have you um, on a page with all these other amazing power one people. So that's, that's actually pretty cool. Yeah. And my, my favorite part is uh, with the stories and with meeting people afterwards is that heart to heart, heart to soul connection that I really get to know who they are. And so when those stories are in there, um, they're not, not just a story to us. They're not a nameless person that there's such depth and emotion and love. And then we get to see what they do to amplify the world through their messages and through their products and services. So, Well, you know, our guest is actually uh, an example of that. He came to an event called the mover and shaker event of Philadelphia. And we met him a little over a year ago, I think. In April, and, like yeah, last year, April. Yeah, it's probably, yeah, something like that. And, and uh, Gordon uh, Brodecki was the one who actually hosted this with Andrew Ibrahim. And they brought together like 40 people. We wanted to have a hundred, but we had like 35 or 40 show up, but what powerful people they were. And Austin was one of them. And Austin is a recipient of the dose of hope. He is, um, certainly not just a mover and shaker, but he is the ultimate definition of what it is to inspire a city to be community. So I think we forgot our sponsors. And then I'd like to bring Austin and I want to say Jay in the most emphatic way, Haynes. Awesome. Um, well, um, Austin, if you can uh, unmute your mic and then I'll, I'll get you on camera here while I'm getting the sponsors taken care of. Uh, we do definitely love our sponsors. Thank you, Voice America Influencers Channel. Can you imagine if we didn't, though? I mean, think about that. If we didn't love our sponsors and we said we do not like our sponsors and we're going to just still name them. <laughs> well, <laughs> 
<laughs> they wouldn't have the same heartfelt feeling, would no, it? No, <laughs> it would not. It would be we shun them, but we will still mention them. But we actually do embrace our sponsors. It's <laughs> a unique. Do. It's a unique facet. This is what makes us different than all the other shows. Most shows. They're not really liking their sponsors, but we do. We like our sponsors. <laughs> and then here, I'll even do it. And our makeup lady.com. Nice. I would, I would have another drink of water. Linpo. She's now Linpo. Yeah. And um, uh, menfashion.com. I'm doing them out of order today. I thought we'd create disruption, you know. Uh, I'll tell you what, I feel I feel like this audience is not going to be able to follow this because they're used to that rhythm like it's a poem. And, and by the way, there's going to be a poem later in the show. So <laughs> we are actually doing the anti-poem right now for our sponsor. Perfect publishing. Nice. Ample affluence. Hmm. The red carpet connection. Yeah. I did men fashion when he did this. Men fashion. Look at that. I already did the that. The ultimate shirt you wear if you're a photographer. Look at that. It's like the F-stop is happening right mm-hmm. now. And it also looks very geometrical, geometrical and all that. Beautiful. And geometrical. Uh, yeah. What's it called? What's a fitted, not fettuccine, fiduciary. What's the F word for um, geometric stuff that, that there's nines and things like a uh, shell? Uh, Fiatchili. I don't know. It's, it's the, yeah, it, we got to look it up. Yeah. Somebody know that. Tell, put it in. Fabrici or something like that. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> that's what it makes me think of. Uh, we also want to thank the Umbrella Syndicate and Bees.Social Cryptocurrency. <laughs> and uh, that is all of our sponsors. And we want to remind you that we do all of this for the keepsmilingmovement.org, where we save lives with smiles by creating a dose of hope to be resilient no matter the challenge. And that's why we keep talking about a dose of hope so please uh send your love and um in kind and donations to www.thekeepsmilingmovement.org and it's the fibonacci Fibonacci. ah fibonacci thank you and it's called the sequence by the way because it is growing like a spiral at a i don't know if it's i think it's a doubling factor and everything in nature that works exists and does not go extinct has that fibonacci sequence and i think austin would say it best when he says the Fibonacci vegan sequence. How are you, Austin? Oh, oh, oh. man, you are not messing around. Can you know, I, I got to say, I love the fact when I went to the Ultimate Sphere competition, I said, hey, Austin, you went like, boom, right in my face. I mean, I was like, wow. <laughs> how are you doing, buddy? I'm doing great. I, I, I got a confession to make. I love how you do Ken. And then fashion. That was beautiful foot. Ken, nice. fashion. I w- Ken, I woke up this morning and I was thinking about you in bed. Now, please don't take this the wrong way. <laughs> How uh, could I? How could I? <laughs> I thought to myself, yeah. I thought to myself, how many smiles has the keep smiling movement created? I thought, because I thought to myself, every time when I met you, what came back to me and met Dr. Andrea, you made me smile. And By I the thought, way, we printed a lot of them upside down, and when you get them, oh, they're upside down. No, wait. no, when they no when they are, you just turn them over. That's all you do. Well, I have one that's upside down. You gave me a couple, <laughs> and one of them. So this is the other one that's upside down. <laughs> yeah. But I thought to myself, to how many smiles back. have you created? And so I'm excited to be here with a smile. But I'd love to know the answer to that question. I, I, I have an answer for you, and and the the safe answer is I don't know, but I do have a more I have a more scientific mathematical answer. Are you ready? Yes. In indirect marketing and also ripple effects and also viral campaigns, it's almost incalculable. So we have registered what I think is 
2 million cards that have been ordered. That means 2 million were affected. And we have about 15 or 20,000 photos of people with cards. So we can only guess as a 10x factorial, but you know, it, it's like the penny doubling. We don't know. We don't know. But 2 million popped in my head as far as like in your sphere, not including yeah. the rule. So yeah, the 2 million. And, and that's awesome. And a lot of times those 2 million, they gave a card to somebody. So it's, it's funny that it's 2 million were ordered, not, not, not given or, or and that's super- just the cards. Can we, you know, think about, yeah. like, so if we were to go like the year prior to COVID, I went to 170 events and you were with a lot of them at me with me. And then you were at other ones by yourself. Think of how many people that we reached. So if we were actually do all the math on this, we probably have already reached over 20 million people with smiles. That's amazing. I think what Austin's trying mm-hmm. to ask us is how many cells are in the human body that were impacted by even one yeah. smile. How did triggering? you know? I know, I know. Hey, when you added J to your name, I'm, I was like, that but, is. But I thought about this. I thought, imagine if you had a counter on your website. Yeah. Smile, is, smile, smile, smile. Is, by the way, we're trying to create an app that actually, we don't know how to do it yet, but I'll, I'll throw this at you because you're the guy who asked the question and you have an innate ability to solve massive problems like this because you ask questions like this because you want to actually know the answer. So here, here's the question. So happy birthday, Ken. I already have the answer for that. So what is, what is your SPH? What are your smiles per hour? And, and how do you calculate something like that? And, and how do you not only calculate something like smiles per hour, but is there, is there an algorithm that actually says your smiles per hour in an open city would generate so many? Oh, so cool. I Isn't love cool? the way. It, so let it. me finish the happy birthday surprise. Ooh. It's not completely done, but within the next couple of weeks, probably by the end of the month, um, we already have a Keep Smiling app. So if you go onto your phone and download <laughs> Keep Smiling, uh, the assessment will be done and be on our app so that you can now measure your SPH. That is so cool. That is awesome. And by Happy the way, birthday. Austin, um, moving <laughs> forward because of your call and this impact you're making, just to say that this is not just monumental, but it's, it's, it's legacy shifting. We are going to be mailing cards out both up uh, the right way and also printed the wrong way. We're sending them both ways because there are some people that will appreciate the fact that they can, because we're saving money on these ones. These ones are like way less to, to print than these. Uh, I'm, I may take this idea up. I really like it. <laughs> yeah. yeah. We get a discount on the upside down. Yeah. <laughs> God bless you. So um, a lot of our audience is probably pinging in like, what about this J? Why do they keep mentioning the J? And you and I have this unique not unique. We have a commonality with a J. Your middle mm-hmm. name is? The J in the middle initial is epic. And we are. Well, no, that would be E. That would be That's true. No, you mean Jepic. You mean Jepic. Jepic. <laughs> the uh, J is silent. No. Um, <laughs> well, I, there's a story behind my J, but I, I want to hear what you have to say. Well, my son, so for my birthday and last night, celebrating again, my dad, who is called K1, I'm K2, and my son's K3, all have Kenneth James as the surname, Kenneth James Roshan. And so you're a James, if I recall. And I I do mean Ams, if you don't say the J. (laughs) Yes. Yes, Ken. And interestingly, I come from a long line of... James Austin 
Haynes, James Austin Haynes, James. And my mom said, no, we're not doing this again. (laughs) So while her names were rejected, she did get my, my, uh, my dad's family to agree on Austin James. And then Austin was born, literally born the name and the person. (laughs) I don't want my son to hear this because I don't want him to do this James Kenneth thing. I like James. (laughs) Don't, can we keep this? This show that we don't really promote this at the high level we normally do. Edit this out. <laughs> yeah, if we edit this out, it's going to take care of the problem. That's it. All right. I have. <laughs> so you come from a long. You come, from a, I will take it. So out. you come from a long lineage of Austin James. We just have to. Re- we're doing this so we can edit James that Austin. out. This becomes no, no Austin James. We're we're editing that out. We're putting this new content. So you're in a you're in a long line of Austin James, and you're just one more. That's it. One more in the notch. <laughs> God bless you for saving my namesake. I mean, it could have been completely reversed because this is the type of show that will do that. <laughs> so how, how are you doing? Wait, I'm can, doing... I, can I tell the world who he is? No. <laughs> Shh, don't tell anybody. I think, no, I think the fact that he's Jason disrupted Moore. is... Okay, go ahead. Tell, him, tell the world. Okay, Austin J. Haynes is a mentor, an inspirational speaker, and an author who has worked with multimillionaires, top speakers, and couples on the verge of divorce. He's the creator of Flashpoint, manifesting the moment of your big breakthrough. Flashpoint has become a live transformational event, a book, a documentary, and a TV show with over 15,000 views per month. He recently launched a new show called The Power of Pure Presence. He's carried on the memory of a broken childhood and low self-worth. And while overcoming those things, he landed a promising new job. But within a year, he was told he would be fired if he didn't turn things around. This was the genesis of Flashpoint. And during this time, Austin created a big breakthrough that propelled him to become the top producer during a 19-year career with that same company. And he recently resigned his career, reinvented his life so now he can now reach people all over the world to show them how to live the power of pure presence and to live with purpose. Thank you, Austin. Jay Haynes. Thank you. You say it's so wonderful. I appreciate it. And all that happened just last week. That's what blows me away about Austin. I mean, <laughs> right. you, you, his bio changes so rapidly every week because this is a week for him. Thank you very much, Austin, for the acceleration you create in your life that causes a new bio every single podcast. <laughs> Sometimes it feels like that. Sometimes it feels like it happens in a, in a short period of time, as you know, because that's what Flashpoint is all about. Well, we discussed uh, my partner, Al Granger, who's my publishing partner. And honestly, the only reason Perfect Publishing exists, if you don't have someone who knows the printing and you know, takes care of the headaches, the formatting, all that stuff, you don't have a, a publishing company. Most publishing companies are only that, though. And they just do that and they call themselves a publishing company, but that's just a printing company. But I'm a marketer, and we did our, our account because it was my birthday. And I said, you know, how many books have we done? It's, it's over 500 books we've done in, in 14 years, in 14 years. And what's crazy Austin, is I see that being the number we're going to do potentially even next year, just by itself. I mean, that Malcolm Gladwell effect of tipping. Critical mass, yeah. Tipping yeah point. You got it. So there's this frame behind you, and I, I don't even know if you know it's there. Um, you may not even be aware but there's a, there's a picture behind you. <laughs> I, oh, this is the, virtual. I just, I downloaded this on the web. <laughs> I love the, the cuts in your, in your ceiling are so real. It doesn't seem virtual. Cause usually there's this halo of like a 
some type of afro i mean it's awesome like it's, <laughs> it's real ken it's 1000 percent authentic just like i am awesome so i mean awesome i didn't mean awesome i meant awesome i'll take either one okay good um you know when i see something behind and it's real it's a choice and so you you were very much making this for you but it also feeds the show so is there a story behind that frame? Yes. Thank you for asking. And, and thank you for your keen observation, which many people do not have. So I appreciate that. That is a photo. Let me see over here. There we go. And, and, and by the way, in that photo, you know, we can't see it very well. I, I, it, it, there's no way to get closer to it, is there? Do you want to take it off the wall and show us? Mm. I'm just asking. I'm only asking. I'm not, I'm not saying. I, I, we can, maybe if there's a post comment, but okay. I could send you something. But cool. When I tell people what it is, they'll instantly know. And some people probably already know if you're an art enthusiast. And that's Vincent Van Gogh's Night Cafe. Ah. Now, it's not an authentic Vincent Van Gogh. However, this was a gift from somebody who's become a personal friend of mine. His name is John Kremens. Ken, he just turned 97 years young. Wow, that's crazy. He painted this. I, I saw him painting it. I had no idea what he was doing with it because there's a whole story behind Vincent van Gogh. This painting, he gifted it to me. Wow. Gifted it to me. I was in Florida. I was staying in an Airbnb at an artist's house who happens to teach art painting. <clears throat> I shared the photo with her. She goes, wow. She's like, that is spot. Like she was really impressed with this painting. And, I, and then I told her he was 96. She was like, almost fell off her chair. And what, what's the painting called? Vincent Van Gogh's Night Cafe. It's, it's one of his most popular paintings next to Starry Night. I'm a huge Vincent Van Gogh fan. And there's another incredible story that we can, we can share that now or later, whatever's good. Uh, let's share it now because I feel like, <clears throat> I feel like, very connected to this story right now. Okay. I did a podcast on my show. I featured an article uh, uh, content on Vincent Van Gogh. And the reason why I did, Ken, because I said there's always a woman behind the story. And it turns out that Vincent Van Gogh, had it not been for his sister-in-law, right? nobody would know about Vincent Van Gogh the way we know about him today. Mm. She stepped out of the box in a man's world and did unprecedented things in the early 1900s so that the world would know his name. And shortly after she had done a, a, the second art exhibit she did, Vincent Van Gogh's work started to explode. But here's what's interesting. I reached out to the Vincent Van Gogh Museum. Unbeknownst to me, the official author of the Vincent Van Gogh Museum, who is friends with Vincent Van Gogh's great nephew, just finished a book on, on her, Joan von Bonger. Mm -hmm. I didn't know this. Through a series of correspondence, he is going to come on my show next month. So I will be interviewing a man who knows Van Gogh more than anybody else on earth. He studied him for 25 years between Vincent Van Gogh and the sister-in-law. And so these stories, these two sideline stories kind of ran together and I'm, I'm, it's one of these like surreal life moments. There's this legacy author and I'm, I'm literally two degrees of separation now from his family. Right. It's just, and, and this is what you create and this is the power. 
of Flashpoint and also your other technologies. Nice. And by the way, if you are sick that day and you can't handle the show, you know I'm ready. You see that. <laughs> I'm ready. Yeah. And, and you may think that what's behind here is real and that I I actually fix this. Ah, up. look at that. You, now, you look, that looks good on you. And you see I'm pointing. Like if, if they, they don't believe it's me, I can always just add that right there. <laughs> you've made it easy for me because I don't even have to lift my hand. But I could to make sure. Isn't that cool? I love it. And in case you need me to step it up a bit, because sometimes when you're replacing someone that is not replaceable, you have to really step it up. So I will, I will be there for you. All right. (laughs) And you know what? It fits because there's a, there's an international tour right now where this company took Van Gogh's work. That's why the timing of this is so cool. You've seen it, right? I haven't been to it, but it's the best $40 you can spend. You go in and you're, you're in his, you're in his mind. I mean, it's, it's a, it's a three-dimensional virtual experience. Yes. And most people don't know he was a, he was an incredible writer because he wrote letters back and forth and they've put all kinds of great, incredible, incredible quotes. And most people don't know that he loved orange juice. And I, I don't even know that for sure, but I like to say things that most people don't know. Yeah. Most people don't know that. I can tell you some things most people don't know about Bungo, but that's a whole nother, I have an episode. Actually, on. actually give two, give two. Must be I'll give one. So the first one is. Oh, <laughs> I was cutting from three to two and you went, no, we're going down to one. <laughs> well, I, I want to honor our time here together. And this okay. is, and this, this one is worth three. Let's okay, just. Okay, well, then there you go. Go ahead. So Vincent Van Gogh is actually not the first Vincent Van Gogh. He's the second. Hmm. He had an older brother born on the exact same day one year before his birth the brother his older brother died they buried him in a cemetery right next to where he lived can you imagine being born and walking by a gravestone that has your name on it it was your older brother and the mother named named the same name they could have done the old reversal like they did for you, and they didn't. They didn't. They kept the same name. And I, it's my belief that his mother never got over that loss. Mm. And so Vincent lived in the shadow of his older brother and ended up, it was like that was the beginning of the kind of the tormented soul that led to this beautiful work that he created. So that, that's a zinger. I, I'm just like, man, when I, I was like, wow. That wasn't worth three. That was worth like 10. I mean, yes. if we're going to be honest, let's just, was yeah. like you could have said one tenth of that and, and it would have been one. Powerful. That's stuff. Awesome. That's amazing. And, th- and the fact that you're creating a show and making these type of connections, you know, um, something happened Friday that really speaks to the impact and effect you're talking about. On my birthday, I take my son to UPS and he gets a letter from President Joe Biden. And I asked my son this. I said, how many kids do you think get a letter from Joe Biden? He says, not too many. I go, I would say one in a million. I don't know how many it is, but it's a very small amount. And, <clears throat> and then he went to Machu Picchu. And I think not too many do that either. And, and then he's written wow. eight books. And I'm, I'm starting to see that what you're talking about with your connections, you're just saying, it's kind of like, what if, or I'm more powerful than I think I am. It's, like, it's, it's a combination of those type of thoughts. But anyone could do what you're doing but you're causing that to be possible for you. And you give that power or that technology or that secret sauce, as it were, to others so that they can experience their power. And I love that. 
Yes. And congratulations to your son. You, I was fortunate enough. You shared the image with me. Uh, that was, so I appreciate you sending that. That was, that was, well, a it reminds me of this story you're telling me. Yeah. Is that you're making a connection that changes your life. That's it. Yeah. That's it. I mean, this connection, who am I, right? Who, who am I not to, right? We say, who am, who am I, who am I to do that? Well, who, right. who am I not to? I made the connection. Yeah. And, you and you know, why not me, right? Why not me? Why not you? Why not you, so, the listener? So why don't we give a little love to someone that made it? Why not us that we got to meet each other? I mean, it was it was Gordon Berdecki and it was it was Andrew Ibrahim. We we set, we created a key smiling mover and shaker event of, of Philadelphia. It was not as well attended as we would have liked. It was maybe 35, but man, what quality people. Um, remember, it was also a torrential, crazy rain. Yeah, it was, it the was. The room was full, so <laughs> I, I honestly think it was the best. And, and there was more like, we had people that popped in and popped out, so we were closer to 50, Ken. It was well, the only reason I know it was less than 50 is because we couldn't make a book. That's the one thing I do know is we didn't have yeah, to have we, people to make a book. And, so, and he but, promised to help us with that. Book. But Austin, that even speaks to, let's say it's the most torrential downpour and there's 35. Those are the people that said, that's not stopping me. That's, that, that, that's the point of your reference. Yes. There are people that Absolutely. see the rain and they say, this could make me a million dollars, could, and I'm not leaving my house. And there's two reasons for that. One, they may not believe it could. And two, they're not ready for it. Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. And when, it's about the people that show up. One, one person, Ann Sullivan, changed Helen Keller's life. Exactly. Exactly. One person. Well, and when we met that day, we had a great connection, but nothing happened. But that connection caused a subconscious comfort zone that when we saw each other next time, there was way more like uh, the coincidence of living a life you love. I think that's a good way to put it. You do what you love, and I do what I love, and we, and we run into each other. And a uh, good old Ultimate Spirit competition uh, attracted you just like it attracted me, and you gave them this amazing experience of Philadelphia. And then we find out you have a beautiful event coming up, which I really think it's a good segue. You have an event coming up that's going to bring lots of community, lots of leadership, and lots of great conversations. Can you, can you share briefly your, your event? October 7th, 8th, and 9th. But what's beautiful, it's already happening. Mm-hmm. This is what I love. We, we tend to think in things in terms of car- compartmentalize them, but it's like the event is already in motion, if that makes any sense. It's the residual before and after. There's people coming into the community. There's people getting fired up. There's people's lives that are changing now, and the event hasn't even happened yet. So the event, while someone's going to get exposed to it for the first time, it's going to be a celebration and an augmentation, and to, it's an amplification. That's what you're doing, Amplified Radio. It's, that's why I love that word, amplified. That's what we're doing. So, Ken, your, your word that you chose through your creativity is really what we're doing before, during, and after the event. October 7th, 8th, and 9th, Rocky Experience your big breakthrough starts now. And, that, and that's why you're my brother. So here's what's weird. One is that we, we went past the break time. That's one. That's one weird thing. Number two is we didn't even cover the segment that I wanted to cover, which is who are you? <laughs> so, so we're going to start the segment with that in mind. And then we're going to get to the juicy nuggets and, and the powerful framework you give people to, to actually have yes. a life they love. So we're going to yeah. be back in a, in a minute. Uh, 
Andre, anything you would like to say? Uh, let's keep the let's keep the sponsorship down a little bit. Keep them guessing. <clears throat> I'll do them super fast. Uh, Bees.social, Voice America Influencers Channel, The Red Carpet Connection, Amplifluence, Perfect Publishing, The Umbrella Syndicate, MenFashion.com, and keep your love with www.thekeepsmilingmovement.org. We save lives with smiles. Be resilient no matter the challenge. And we'll be back after these messages. sure to friend us on Facebook. You can do it right now. Visit Facebook.com forward slash Voice America or search for us at keyword Voice America. The Umbrella Syndicate amplifies good causes, good people, and good messages. They offer a suite of services that help people and businesses gain better exposure. Through working with the Umbrella Syndicate, you gain the ability to reach an audience of 50,000 unique people a week. They have recently reached over 20,000 followers on Facebook. You can view their photography and how they use it as a strong promotional tool on their Facebook fan page, facebook.com slash The Umbrella Syndicate. Show them your support by liking their page. Voice America programs are now available on your favorite connected device, including Amazon, Alexa, and Google Home. Through streams with Apple Podcasts, TuneIn, and iHeartRadio, listening to your favorite show is as easy as saying the show name followed by the word podcast. Hey, Alexa, play Finding Your Frequency podcast. If that doesn't work, try adding on TuneIn or on iHeartRadio or on Apple Podcasts. This is Amplify. To reach the show today, please call 1-866-472-5795. That's 1-866-472-5795. We also would love to hear from you via email to info at umbrellasyndicate.com. Now, back to Amplify. Well, golly gee, you're going to have to take the second segment and move it to the first segment so we find out who the heck we're talking to because this is Austin J. And I do mean J. Ames. Haynes. Nice. And uh, we have a challenge for you that we brought up, and I think it's going to change your life. And I want to say this on the air so that you can actually be a recipient of saying, one, it's true, and two, that you actually incorporate this in your dialogue with people that are going to step into their power. And it's the documentary on Hulu, in and of itself, Derek Del. Gaudio, Gaudio, Delgadio. He did 552 shows in New York and the likes of Bill Gates, really amazing people went to his shows to experience this phenomenon and uh, uh, brilliance and genius that he brings to the stage. So I'm going to say that live to you because I think it's going to change your life. And you've given so many gifts to people. That's my gift to you. Thank you so much. I'm looking forward to it. Plus, we just did a documentary. So, of course, I want to I see this. And, you know, some would say that the second part of this show has a little bit of, of a theme or an under theme of, of quitting when it's smart and not quitting, right? Kind of a dicey word yes. of quitting. And I was going to quit saying the word quit. And I thought about it and I just can't. And, and some people can and some people can, but I can't stop saying the word quit in the context of when it's a smart thing to do. Good. I, I love that. I love the way you, you said that. Well, I went to college for seven years because I wouldn't quit going to a college I didn't like. And so I stayed there a lot longer than I needed to. <laughs> right. And so I realized there is a time to quit. It's when it's actually hurting you. Yes. Yeah. 
And so there's a thing that in landmark education, I don't, I don't know if I'm going to get it perfect, but then we're going to do a segue to your dose of hope. It's uh, do things or don't do things. So do things that help you help your community. And what's the last one, uh, Andre, do you know? Um, I, it's good, I wasn't, good for, good for you. Ready to share. Okay, good. <laughs> but good for you, good for community and and whatever the other, there's three parts. And when it's not those three things or one is naked out, it's time to think about moving on. All right. So we're going to go to jump in a second because we are not quitting. We're not going to quit this conversation until we go to jump. All right. So uh, you want to do, do this right now? Well, I, you've said jump so many times. I don't know when to jump. So I'm getting, See, we should, you know, we should, uh, no, Austin, we should have had another, we should have <laughs> no. had another cue. You know, what's ironic. <laughs> Sometimes you got to jump before you're ready. Here All we right, go. So we're going to jump. <laughs> Until you jump, you do not know how far you will fall or how high you will go. It's painful to stay, but it's scary to leave. One thing is sure, you can no longer live in between straddling two worlds worked for a while but now you long for the faith of a child you consider each scenario with unyielding precision and lo there really is only one decision you step to the ledge with fire and zeal you reconnect to spirit and now you feel. Death and life now hang in the balance. Time to muster up all of your talents. All forces come together in your moment. No turning back and no way to relent. You make the leap and overcome your fear. Passion fueled as you embark on a new frontier, never to return to what you once knew. Faith and courage will now see you through. Very good, beautiful. Do you have that in a book yet? It's coming out in my book and uh, the next by my event, the book will be out. And I just sent it to the publisher saying this needs to be in the book. It does. Uh, we have a couple of poets that are doing these beautiful books with us. And it's an awakening, a new creativity and perfect publishing. It's it wasn't a, a vein or a path, but, you know, anything that's beautiful should be marketed. So we are embracing poetry that that inspires. And that and certainly that. does. So we're going to do a different show today. We're not going to talk about you and let the audience know about you. We're just going to keep talking about anything like Vincent Van Gogh, anything but you. And at the end of the show, we're going to say, in 10 seconds, can you tell us about you? <laughs> <laughs> All right. So, you know, the cool thing about our show is honestly, it's it, you just do the feel of it. And the feel yes. of it is this is the time to talk about um, not only who you are, but that you you were nominated as a person of inspiration and that you took the leap of doing the template. That's kind of a Ted talk called dose of hope. And you are not published yet, but you are going to be in the sixth version and you have the power to nominate people like Carlos, whoever you want to, and they will, 
pay it forward as well as well. So um, because there's so much more to cover in the show, if we could do an edited version, because they're already going to be able to read your story. Sure. Can we do, can we do the two and a half to three minute version of who you are? Yes. I first want to just say I'm honored and humbled. Thank you for this amazing opportunity in the work, what you put together. I'll, I'll keep it. Actually three or four minutes, three or four minutes. Just tell that yeah. story you told her on stage. Yeah. The, the story is I, my, truthfully, my smile did, did go away because I, my, was raised in a family where my, my mom and dad got together. Truthfully, I was an accident. I mean, I'm just going to put it out there. That was the truth. Uh, I, my, my mom got pregnant. I didn't know this till later. Um, but my dad stood by her. They got married. They had me. But my dad was a Vietnam vet with uh, battling alcoholism and PTSD. My mom ended up being clinically depressed. And then here I am in the middle of all this. As you can imagine, that's not a good recipe for a healthy environment, nor is it a good recipe for a couple to stay in. So ultimately, my parents got divorced. I have distinct memories of, of being in a dark room on the other side. And it was just like this perpetual movie of, of them fighting. And my dad was working double time and, 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 you know, his time off, he would drink. And then here I am, like, forming a story. I'm, I'm, I'm five, my five-year-old brain is like, I'm, I'm flawed. Something's flawed. Something's wrong with me. And then the divorce, and then it was just one validation after the other. Divorce, food stamps, uh, watching my mom like struggle, um, people in and out of the house, like just all this this stuff going on. Um, but what I say is, there, there's two. There's, this is really important for, for anyone. I love my parents, and and the only reason why I'm here for this dose of hope is because my parents did love me through all of the mess. And this is why we, we, we think about mess and we shouldn't have the messes. The messing, the mess, your, your messing is your blessing. I don't know, I just made up word, but your mess is your blessing, right? I'm writing it down. And so the, the story is, I won't get the whole story, but I had this moment of like going to the store and buying with food stamps and every time I was so embarrassed that, that friends were going to see me, and it was just validating consistently. Uh, but what was cool is I got a shoe shine kit. My mom got a, got a shoe shine kit, and I started going in all the bars and shining shoes, and I had some really distinct memories of that. And that was like kind of the, the polarity of you're not good enough, but then there's the seed of, well, if I do something different, there's a, there's a small opening, you know, while that didn't fix everything. It was a part of that memory that, wow, if I do something different, I can get, start to get a different result. And what's interesting, I just did my show, Power of Pure Presence, yesterday, about a mile or two from where I grew up, which was, which was mind-blowing. That was just, wow. So you can imagine, like, dealing with low self-esteem, low, low self-worth, I'm on this roller coaster, you know, starting to do well in sports, sabotage. Everyone's, everyone's up here, I'm down here. And this was my story. And this was my life. It was unfulfilled. It was not measuring up. And, and even in relationships, it manifested. Divorce, bankruptcy. Um, and then there was a moment where I said my life was over. And I, it wasn't so much that I said the words, it was that I believed it. Uh, and that was a tough moment. That, that's one of those moments where you don't think you're going to make it. Like you literally think your life is over, but you know, there, there was my dad, a Vietnam vet, been to a war, had a man die in his arms and I didn't know it. 
till after he passed. So when my dad said to me, your life is not over, although I didn't accept it in that moment, those words went in. Mm-hmm. And by the, by the grace of God and all, and all the principles, the, many of the principles I teach today, I was able to turn my life around. And that's why I can, I'm going to pause for a moment here, but I just want to tell you, whenever I come on an interview like this, I'm not just thinking about our time together. And I love, you know, the fun we're having, which is I love every minute of it. I'm thinking about the iceberg below the surface, the story, all the happenings, one different decision here or there, and I'm not here. And that's how valuable it is. And that's how valuable the Dose of Hope Project is. Because one different decision, I'm not here. I'm not in the book. And lives are not touched because I'm not telling the story. And that's why this platform is so powerful. And I know you're saying this, Austin, but I, I want to just reframe those exact words. Is the reader who has lost hope gets to read and see that their life is no different than many who had to overcome the hopeless moment. Amen. Amen to that, because that's why we're doing this. Mm-hmm. We're not doing this for us. We're doing this to, to reach somebody, to reach that earlier version of myself, to say, no, it's not over. There's more. And so this, this has been an ongoing journey, but, but most recently, which was the, the shorter or most recent version is after 19 years, I almost getting fired. Literally, I, I again, battling with self-worth, got my foot in the door at this company, didn't have a college degree. Everybody that got hired had a college degree, but something worked in my favor because I took, I, I made the phone call. I took a step and then I almost got fired, but that was the genesis of Flashpoint because that's when it, it was that polarity, we call it the polarity principle. And that's where I had a Flashpoint moment. And then I went on to become a top producer and I lasted 19 years. Like that's the good news, the bad news, right? The good news is I went on to have a 19 year career. The bad news is I had a 19 year career. It's not bad news because uh, everything's in perfect timing. But I, I decided to leave in 2019. I wasn't going to wait. I said, it's time. So in the middle of my best year, my best economic year, halfway through, I had almost had my year done. Like in, in the corporate world, I had my year done. I said, I quit. And as to your point, it was time to say I quit. And uh, help our audience out because this is not a money decision. This is a life decision. It's a life decision because I'd love to tell you, hey, I quit and I started my business and it's all sunshine and rainbows and you know, people just throw money in my mailbox. I'm three years in. I'm building a business from the ground up. It's a business and I'm building it. And I wouldn't, I wouldn't change a single thing because if I, and this is a morbid thought, but it, 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 stay with me. If I die today or tomorrow, what I've accomplished will continue without me. And so I have peace on where I am in this moment. And I'm in the moment, power, pure presence. I'm peaceful in this moment because I stay true to myself. Two, two points to interject is that if jumping away from what was easy and getting uncomfortable was easy, it wouldn't be a decision. And it also wouldn't be something that you would embrace and say, I did it. Like you took a new challenge of being uncomfortable. And if you do it for the right reasons, which is to me, to make a difference in the world, and at that, a positive difference in the world. That also is not fast because if we could do it that fast, it wouldn't be special either. So 
your, your conversation of three years is the bare minimum, I think, commitment you have to have in order to see if you're valuable. Because you can say what you want, but if you're not making a difference, you have to learn how to do that. Absolutely. Absolutely. And, and the thing is, what you sacrifice, I have friends, coworkers that are no longer in my life. Hmm. Like sometimes when you follow your calling and your purpose, if you could sit and wait for people to support you. But what I found, it's not like they dislike me anymore, but just they're not in my life anymore. They, they don't resonate with what I'm doing. Right. Right. So I, but I'm doing it for something greater than, than that. Uh, I love everybody. I love everybody that's come into my life past, present, and, and I will meet, but I don't have the delusion that they're going to stay around forever either. So you were seeking a purpose-driven life when you quit a job that was not fulfilling a purpose on some level. So let, let me clarify. My yeah, purpose was deeply planted when I was a child. I had a moment where it was like there, but my limitations, mm-hmm. my living for other people or trying to be something that's not true to me, it went into hibernation for a very long time. That's why my, one of my favorite quotes that I, this is my quote, I took the long road. I didn't take the easy road, but I'm still going to arrive on time. And so are you. Well, another facet of going through the more challenging life uh, is that you have a bigger appreciation, usually a lot of larger gratitude scale. But I think the biggest gift you get out of is patience. Because if someone comes to you and they just can't move at a pace that someone that doesn't have gratitude would have, you have the patience to actually nurture the change that they could actually have because you believe in them. Yes, we have a, we have a slogan in our community. It's called time, space, and grace. And we want people to have that with themselves. Mm-hmm. And stop being so brutal on yourself, measuring yourself to some societal standard. It came up this morning too. It's really interesting you're bringing this up because it was on our video this morning. I do a, I do a more a daily video every morning at seven forty five a.m. and it was time, space, and grace mm-hmm. to yourself. Because if you can't give it to yourself, you may give it to somebody for a little while, but eventually. It's not going to last. So it needs to start with us. As you know, Ken, it's, it all starts with us. You know, Ken I, J, Dr. Dr. J Smiley, I might, I might Dr. add, Jay Dr. Smiley. J Smiley. <laughs> well, um, I'm going to uh, give an opportunity for Andrea to ask a question since she was uh, willing to, and happy to make this come together as a show. Uh, I actually, I, I'm going to save my thought. Go ahead, Andrea. Austin, I want you to talk more about the power of peer presence and how um, it'll affect not only the audience, but, you know, Ken and I and the movement and relationships in general and people. So if you could keep it short. Thank you. I'll say this. Live more fully now. You can live more fully right now. Your life is not in the future. Your fulfillment is not based on some future achievement. You can't get to a future moment to fix right now. Everything is right now. Allow happiness in today. Allow fulfillment in right now. That's, that's the message of power, pure presence. And it's so simple, you'll miss it. Like it, some people, somebody's going to get it, but other people are going to go, they're just going to miss it. They're going to logically go, I got it. 
and they're going to go back and nothing's going to change. So it's about fully embracing this present moment and letting this moment in as it pours in and immersing yourself in it, just like you're, you're stepping into a hot tub or a, or a refreshing pool. Very good. You know, I'm glad I yielded that because the point I wanted to make is only about a week or two, I put Kenny time, meaning I, it's carved out and it's my time to celebrate my son. And then I have Ken time now and it, it just, it's, it's a green like two hours and it's to experience that time, space and grace. And awesome. I, get, I get to meditate or I get to create, but I'm off, I'm off the grid. And awesome, so to your, to your point, you cannot get past yourself if you don't allow yourself that time to actually be a creator or a renaissance or, or have epiphanies. And Amen. they don't happen if you're on the go all the time. Amen. Love so, it. Um, we have something called rapid fire. I think we're getting pretty, yeah, we're, we're really close to rapid fire time. So well, this show went like that. I think it was four minutes long. So we're going to ask you quick questions. You're going to have quick answers, no elaboration. And we're going to see how many we can get through. Are you ready? Go. Okay, book that changed your life. The Bible. A book you give to people. The greatest salesman in the world. Og. Okay, go ahead. Andre. Song that really gets you jazzed up and moving. Um, God, there's so many. You can give tw- two quick. Daft Punk. Nice. Strong. Which and, one? Uh, um, which one by Daft Punk? There's stronger, better, faster. Yeah, that, that's a great one. Yeah. Um, gosh, all the songs. We'll give you a link. Okay, what's a movie that inspires you? Shawshank Redemption. The best. Jeez. <laughs> it's not Rocky, ironically, but it's Shawshank. Rocky's number two. Oh, what a phenomenal. Okay, go ahead, Andrea. Um, a board game you like to play? Monopoly. Your hero. Okay. Albert Einstein. Person you'd like to meet you haven't met. Probably Eckhart Tolle. Andrea? Mm. Go back to you. We, we All right. Last, last question. Quote you live by. Mm, there's two of them, but um, you can do we both. shall not cease from exploration. And in all of our exploring, we shall arrive where we started and know the place for the first time. T.S. Eliot. That was one long one. Yeah. <laughs> I'm, I'm glad it was that short. I mean, if it had been four more minutes, we'd be out of showtime. Anyway, <laughs> uh, Austin, and I do mean Jay Haynes, you have been amplified. And the show is about amplifying leaders that lead with a life they love and create community and inspire. So thank you for being part of Dose of Hope, a friend and a person we believe in, deserves and needs to be amplified. So when you see this show and you see Austin, Know that he has a great event. You're going to connect to amazing people and also recommend people to him that inspire you. So this is Ken Rashan on Amplified, and we will see you next week. Stay Amplified. Can you take us out with our sponsors? Yes, thanks to Bees.Social, the Umbrella Syndicate, the Red Carpet Connection, Ample Affluence, Men'sFashion.com, and MyMakeupLady.com, Voice America Influencers Channel, Flashpoint, the Power of Pure Presence, and Voice America Influencers Channel. And please love on www.TheKeepSmilingMovement.org. We save lives with smiles by creating a dose of hope to be resilient no matter the challenge. Your love and donations is most important to help us reach, reach over 20 million people with love. Thank and so for much. Philly, for Philly, we got We Love Philly and Live to Be Legendary and Carlos and 
um, Maurice are going to be put together because of the two of us. And we're going to make Philly feel more love. Absolutely. All Let's right. This is Ken Roshan and Amplified Voice America. Jeff Spinard, we love you. And we look forward to being a tribute every single week for all the greatness you create for us. Stay Amplified. We hope you've enjoyed this week's edition of Amplified. Be sure to join Ken Rashad again next Monday at 11 a.m. Eastern Time and 8 a.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Influencers Channel. Now, go get your message heard.